Warning, the stories in this podcast often contain violent and disturbing events. Listener discretion is highly advised. Hello again, Nightmare Society. I've got a few stories for you tonight involving some generally creepy people and cult-like behavior. A big friendly hello to our newest official Nightmare Society members, Victoria, Melly, Dusty, Maggie, and Chad. Welcome to the campfire, everyone, and thank you. Also, a big thank you to tonight's contributors, Anonymous, user Animal, and user Esteban1020. If you have a story you'd like to send us, email us at nightmaresocietyradio at gmail.com. And if you're on Instagram, don't forget to follow us over at Nightmare Society Radio. Now, get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of The Nightmare Society. I spent eight months with three deeply cruel individuals. They attempted to brainwash me, create multiple personalities, and refused to let me leave. This is my story. I'm 22. The people in this story are somewhere in their late 20s to early 30s. But they had constantly changed their ages, last names, and jobs when I asked. My friend was 28, so this has mostly ended, but this was ongoing for about half of a year. Due to a crappy life situation, I had a terrible breakup with the guy I had been living with, and I was really raw. So I moved out into an apartment with my friend who was really cool about it, just never home. She always had guests, though. And they were incredibly, deeply, terrible and weird. The first thing her quote boyfriend said to me after meeting him was that I should never trust anyone, especially him. Okay, weird. But then he started hitting on me, and my friend sort of watched in a weird way as if she was jealous. But I kind of got this weird feeling that she wasn't. He was really oddly charismatic and was the type to get away with saying anything. My friend was the quiet, confident type, and she'd flirt with me on occasion too. It was weird, but I figured they were poly or something. They came on strong, but I'm always the accepting type, so I didn't really care. A little over a month in, I couldn't move out, and we really started to get into trouble. He started threatening me and literally following me everywhere, including the bathroom. I'm starting to really freak out, so my friend agrees to stay home. By then, she's home almost all of the time. My friend then kind of fake rants about him to me, and she invites a completely new friend I've never met to, quote, help us. They do this weird thing where they comfort me in front of him. He just sits in the corner as they hug me and tell me how awful he is and how great I am. 
I keep asking them to make him leave and they keep giving me excuses that seem really off. I also didn't have a job and I wasn't on a lease. Yet the boyfriend and her friend were, but they didn't live there. Something I hated was that they were always charmingly dishonest. They seemed like they were rarely busy, and if I asked for personal details they kept changing their story. Her boyfriend said he was a doctor, a judge, a cop, an actor, and a lawyer at some point. My friend's friend seemed more like his friend, and they'd always been his co-worker slash assistant, or occasionally boss, when they changed the story. My friend had rich family to rely on, so I'm pretty sure she quit her regular job, but she's often making up stories about their jobs too. When they leave, they never say where, and they always keep their phones hidden. By three months in, the boyfriend and her friend are there every single day. My friend is there sometimes, but she makes it seem like I've offended her badly. I'm still unable to find work then, so I feel pretty bad. Still, her boyfriend and her friend were constantly asking me questions, having me explain everything, and being oddly rude in a very sweet way. It's hard to explain. I'm sorry to say, but I fell for a lot of it. They even decided to give me two nicknames, Beautiful and Gullible. They'd tell really weird, pointless lies. They were with me 24-7 all day, every day. If I looked at my phone, they did too. If I went to shower, they kept opening the door. No locks. I don't really know why. Both of them. They're still really nice and telling me how great I am and they all even tell me they love me at some point. They started saying that we're all angels. Everyone tried to be romantic with me and everyone started to feel kind yet like authority figures. They're all really great talkers, not to mention older than me. Four months in, I've gotten used to the lack of privacy and boundaries. I keep telling myself that it's temporary. My friend and her friends keep switching from nice to really terrible. At this point, they literally are sleeping in the same room as me. I wake up to them having sex occasionally. They even start waking me up and randomly multiple times a night to do random tasks. My friend's boyfriend starts talking about how they're not really together anymore and how I'm so great for him and blah blah blah. It's not long before he's telling me how I'm the one and everything, and unfortunately he's really easy to fall for. He was the only one I was ever alone with the whole time. I wasn't ever even alone with my friend. Even worse, I'm really strangely good at meshing with other people. So I really fit everyone really nicely. And when her boyfriend was great, he was really great. And we would align really nicely. Because of this, I think he started to really believe his own bullcrap. Five months in, all hell breaks loose. They stopped calling me by my name entirely and only called me gullible. Her boyfriend became really erratic after the first time I rejected him. They started creating planned drama to ambush me with. I'd even overhear them coming up with literal plans for the next day if I pretended to sleep. They were all really good at talking in weird loops and weird phrases. 
A few of them were, We're demons. You're a demon. We're terrible people. Be gullible. We are beautiful. I have trust issues. They'd constantly ask me weird questions, asking me, Who are you? And, Are you keeping secrets? Over and over until I would answer. They started recording me and trying to get me to embarrass myself in any way. They wouldn't let me leave and I was exhausted all the time. They tried to convince me I was jealous of everyone, that I was a home wrecker, that I was someone else entirely, that I hated all minorities of any kind, that I was a prostitute and that I was even secretly a pedophile. The accusations and explanations were constant. They would corner me into everything and openly take note of my reaction to absolutely everything. I started trying to escape, but they kept telling me they had information that they'd send to everyone. I started getting the feeling everyone had heavy blackmail on each other. Six months in, they threatened me. They called a friend over to scare me. He pretended to be a sex trafficker. I really started to freak out and I threatened to call the police. Everyone really started to change then. I had no energy. They started recording me again, following me to the shower, trying to seduce me constantly, making me afraid to eat, trying to convince me they had someone impersonate me to a doctor to get evidence against me, and threatening me if I told anyone anything. Their random drama got incredibly elaborate. They'd invite friends over to trick me and humiliate me over anything. I'd never even know anybody's name. Strangers would watch me sleep. They'd attempt to convince me of absolutely anything, and they would coordinate attacks to get a specific reaction. There were at least eight people involved. A few times they figured out how to get me to go into fits of rage where I would threaten them and have a full freakout. They recorded them and kept asking if I wished for retribution. If I hurt or embarrassed them in any way, they would say that that must be their atonement and catharsis. They would repeat my secrets back to me, and by then I had given in to a few regrettable demands, and they'd remind me of them. They kept suggesting that they created me in some way, and that I was in their dream or I was a character in their plot. When I would reach my breaking point, they'd get terrifyingly sweet. They'd pretend that they were helping me get repressed emotions out, or giving me some sort of therapy. I even believed it out of exhaustion. Her boyfriend, who seemed to be the leader most of the time, although they seemingly switched power dynamics constantly, started telling me I was finally becoming beautiful. But the second I rejected his advances, the abuse started full force. They kept asking if I wanted retribution. It was like they had unlimited time and energy, and I was always exhausted and in pain. I started to notice that their weird code words were actually working. I'd get an emotion or desire from them. That, I think, was just too much. One night, I just snapped and couldn't think. I just could not care. Nothing mattered and I just walked out with less than shoes. I walked shoeless to my ex's parents' house and he thankfully came to pick me up that night. So for the time being, I live with my ex again. 
It's been less than a month and oddly I just can't stop laughing about the whole thing. It really isn't funny, but I can't have a normal reaction to it. This takes place when I was studying abroad in Milan around this time last year. I'm from Chicago, currently living in Milwaukee. I was 21 at the time, female. I was at the Pam Supermercado, supermarket for those of you who don't recognize that, buying my groceries for the week. I'm on the far right side of a food aisle and I see a guy do a double take to look at me from the other end of the aisle. He mutters something and another guy walks beside him and starts staring at me as well. I had grown used to men staring at me, so I thought little of this. I just kept walking to the next aisle. I started inspecting some canned tuna but could feel them watching me again. I acted like I was turning around to inspect cans of tomatoes behind me but I checked to see if they were there. Not only were the two guys watching me, but now two more men had joined them. I walked away again, this time shooting them a pissed off look. I heard them talking, but it was too quiet to understand. Even if it was louder, my Italian is not the best and I probably wouldn't have understood them. The four guys walked out of the store, each taking a moment to find me and look at me before they did. And then they were gone, and I am relieved. About two minutes later, I'm going to check out, and a man walks up to me and asks, Do you speak English? I said yes, and asked if he needed any help. He said no, and tells me that he's the store manager. His English is not perfect, but he says, I wished to warn you that outside the store are, uh, uh six, no, no, seven men, I uh, guess. There are seven men outside waiting for you. You should not go out there for some time. Waiting for me? How do you know they're waiting for me? He laughs nervously, embarrassed. Well, they are saying things about you. They, uh, they are saying things they will do to you and it... Uh, Yes, the things they said, they talked of you and they described you. It is you. They're waiting for you. Do not go out. What did they say? No, 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 no. You, you do not want to know. No, no, no. But do not go outside. They say they will wait for you. I look out the front entrance and I can see them across the street, looking at the front entrance, waiting. There are seven of them. As the man said, some are pacing. I feel like I'm being hunted. Now I am freaked the heck out. I started looking through my phone contacts to see who could help me. Before I figure that out, the man comes back a minute or two later and says that he found some police officers and told them of the situation. When they started walking towards the seven men, they ended up running away. I am so lucky this man warned me and helped me. I have no idea what would have happened otherwise. It's one of those things I think about less and less often, but when I do remember it, it scares me.
This not only happened to me, but also to my uncle. This was after a Christmas Eve party, when everyone went home. I decided to stay, because my cousin and I were watching a movie. My uncle, who used to walk his dogs in the woods next to a park, went off to take them out. Before this, my aunt told him not to do that, because it was too dark out there. It was around 4 or 5 a.m. He didn't care much, and he went off anyway. My aunt was still worried, so I went along with him. Once out there, nothing wrong seemed to happen. Everything was quiet. My uncle and his dogs were having a relaxing walk, as usual, and I wasn't really paying any attention to the surroundings when suddenly the dogs went completely still. This wasn't that strange. They always stopped their way to stare and bark at other animals they noticed, like rats, birds, insects, or other dogs. However, this time was different. When the dogs got still, my uncle and I noticed something was going wrong. The dogs weren't angry or curious. They looked nervous, anxious, afraid. One of the dogs, the largest one, was growling and shaking. As my uncle started to get worried about the situation, we heard it. People in the woods. We didn't see how many because of the darkness. But they were saying something like, We all gather here by the blood of Abba. We all gather here by the blood of Abba. As my uncle and I heard that, he yelled for his dogs to follow him out of the woods. As we all left, he turned back and saw a slight movement of branches and shrubs, perhaps because these people were trying to hide. After all that happened, he has not walked the dogs near those woods, nor when it gets dark either. So to the strangers in the woods, let's not meet. Don't forget to send your true horror stories to Nightmare Society Radio at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at Nightmare Society Radio. You can also support the podcast by joining our online campfire at patreon.com slash nightmare society. All links will be in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time. Sweet dreams.